0: and welcome to the blue collar experts podcast i'm your host gustavo tapia and i want to thank you for tuning in today this podcast is for business owners and for future business owners that are looking to take the leap into entrepreneurship we know this can be scary stressful and sometimes feel impossible this is why it's important we all share our story please remember to subscribe download and share as well as leave us a five-star review with your help, we can get this show to reach more listeners and enjoy this valuable content. Justin, uh, thank you so much for joining today, and welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Happy to so, be here. Let, awesome, awesome. So let, let's get into it. Like, how uh, did you get started with your career as a sales professional?
1: Right. So in it was 1999. I had uh, been working in a titanium foundry. Very dangerous work, and gosh, it started with. You know, I, I was kind of a backwoods, kind of a countryish, uh, small town guy, and I was in my late twenties. I was working in a titanium foundry. It's very dangerous, hot, hard work, and I had went and I had purchased a vehicle from a car lot, which I had never done that before. You know, I knew they existed, but I thought, well, that's what other people, that's what the fancy folks go and get their cars. You know, I'd always bought them from friends, you know, I was still pretty young. And I went in and and I'd purchased this car. It was a truck, whatever. And I was just like, I think I can do that and maybe get myself out of this situation to where this isn't, you know, my, this probably not the best thing for my health. My back was starting to hurt. Right. Um, and I was just like, gosh, these guys actually make a living doing this? And that's what got me thinking about it. So I had gone to the library. And this is back before cell phones and stuff. So I went to the library and I checked out all the sales books I could find. And was reading up on sales because I was. my plan was I'm going to, in the near future, I'm going to be a sales professional. So I did that got all you know learned about sales got all these read all these books and and then i I remember i was ready and i went out to get a job in sales it wasn't cars particularly right i was like something so i went to the newspaper and a few places were hiring and i went in and i got dressed up you know i really didn't have any clothes for sales i was you know a blue collar foundry worker and so i got all dressed up and i went to a couple interviews and i felt like i thought they went well of course i didn't get hired you know they'd be like well what kind of skills you have and i was like i can weld you know um i went and tried to sell manufactured homes they were like well what kind of experience you have and you know same thing you know like weld. i got certificates for first aid and they're like great finally it was 40 minute 45 minute which in my area is a long drive 45 minutes is a long <laughs> drive for, to work because it's pretty you know it's not a lot of population there's no traffic per se so it was like 45 minutes away and this little outfit called fairgrounds auto store had a little ad that the salesperson wanted I go in there and this gentleman named the owner named Kenny Bolstead interviewed me. And he, you know, asked like, what makes you want to get in sales? And I said, I feel like if I don't, right, I'm going to end up at least, you know, maimed, possibly killed, but it's a very dangerous work, right? It's not a matter of if you're going to get hurt, it's a matter of when and how bad. And, And he's like, okay. And so I, Go into my certificates, and I can weld. And here's my welding certificates. And he was just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" He's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "He said why?" I said, where, "Where I work now, I'm a supervisor, and there's four crews, and it doesn't matter if I'm the worst crew or I'm running the best crew. Everybody gets paid the same. I get paid the same as the guy who has the worst production out of the supervisors in that." particular area of the foundry. And he basically said, All right, good. That's a perfect answer. When can you start? And I was like, well, you know, I get two weeks notice. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the car business. Like <laughs> we, <laughs> we like we need somebody now. Yeah. I was like, oh, can you give me four or five days. Okay. And then I started sales and he took me under his wing and kind of showed me the ropes. It was just a little independent car lot. I worked there for shoot, two and a half, three years right before my three year mark, and then moved on to, you know, bigger store and then a franchise Mazda store. And, you know, kind of just went around to who had the best pay plans. You know, I became an expert right away. You know, he gave me a, I remember he's, he gave me a set of cassette tapes, cassette tapes. Like you open up this book and inside the book and these big books, there's all these cassette tapes that are in these little holders And it was Grant Cardone, you know, learn to sell cars. And I remember there was, what, eight, nine tapes, something like that in there. And then one of them was even missing, you know. And on my way to work, I had a 40, 45-minute drive. There and back, I would listen to these Grant Cardone tapes over and over and over for months and months and months, you know. Uh, till his words were literally embedded in my head, selling past the sale. Hey, I'm worth $500 The a car, $69.95. Me, $500, you know, all this stuff, right? And I, I ended up doing, starting to do really well. So my first month, this is just a little tiny store. There was four other guys, right? So my first month, I was salesman of the month, which was kind of a big deal. I was a little embarrassed by it. Cause I knew I really didn't deserve the honor. I knew there were guys way out there a bit better than me. There was bigger stores and stuff. But from there, I just kind of dominated that. I learned everything I could there. I moved to a little bit bigger independent lot, learned everything I could learn there, went to a franchise uh, dealership, which was a Mazda dealership. And uh, that's when I started running into some real pros, with some guys that could really pedal, really sell and you know, I just enjoyed it. Eventually, you know, I got my real estate broker's license, did that for 13 and a half years and really loved, I loved car sales so much. I just, I had to go back. I was like, ah, I'm tired of it. And I've been doing that. Shoot. Been back about three years, but I've, since 1999, I've been full commission sales. Most of it, uh, well, the good majority has been in car sales, auto sales.
0: Okay, okay. Thank you for that intro and uh for today's show we want to very very much highlight and share with the audience your experience, your knowledge and your tips with sales. So I want to um get some more details on something that you shared because sales there's so many different things that you know we can talk about and anything from handling objections to closing the deal to making a good first impression to nurturing the clients or you know so many different things but um i want to uh, i want to get some more details on what you mentioned that you got the salesman of the month so what do you think were some factors that contributed to you getting salesman of the month of course apart maybe one of the factors was probably like you had the most sales but what do you think it even more specific to that what helped you make the most sales like what were some of your um tips that you could share well i've been
1: salesman of the month and salesman of the year several times since then right i've got you know box yeah. full of awards um yeah. so i believe but that was really, a but
0: that was a that was the first one right the first, yeah the first month yeah.
1: I, I outworked everybody I just outworked everybody okay or oh, everybody else was sitting around watching soap operas on, you know, we had TVs in the dealerships back then, You're know, right? I was sending out letters, uh, call and repeat uh, previous customers. Um, everything shy of cracking open a phone book and making calls, which was something that, you know, uh, owners and managers had to do back then. Everything outside of that, I would hand write letters. At one point I had a handwritten I made a handwritten letter and photocopied it, right? So all the same stuff, right? But and then I would take the same color ink and I'd put their name so I could do them faster, right? So I could do, you know, instead of handwriting, you know, mm-hmm. five, I could now just put people's names on it, put the car I sold them, fill that in and I could do, you know, 25 in the same amount of time it took me to do to five. So just sell, And self-promotion. I've been a self-promoter since the, the beginning, right? Um, and it's not something that particularly that I learned, you know, listening to the Grant Cardone tapes and in the books I had read. I mean, there was a little bit, it touched on that. But most of that was nuts and bolts sales, you know, a meet and greet, selling past the sale, you know, uh, closing, overcoming objections. It, it's something that, like, maybe since I didn't come from a sales background, And I, that's what I thought sales was. Like, I thought that (laughs) it was self-promotion, right? Um, Part of it, you know, maybe I read a couple books that weren't nuts and bolts sales books, but they were sales related. Um, Like Donald Trump's Art of the Deal. There's a couple other things that gave me maybe the self-promotion idea, but I just ran with that self-promotion uh, the entire time I was in sales.
0: Yeah, a lot of the times being in a sales role, uh, uh, like we were talking, it's like is a business within another business because you have to do a lot of what you're saying yourself, self-promotion. You have to, especially when it's, um, you know, you having to try to get clients as well. So what are some things that helped you, um, you know, you mentioned a little bit, which I liked the handwritten uh, postcards, which a lot of people do not do those handwritten things. I think it adds a lot of uh, good uh, detail and just um, a, a good gesture to share with a lot of people because you you make a better connection that way. Um, at, through the years, or more recently now, what do you think has helped you, uh, pretty much, get a lot of um, sales and continue to get salesman of the year and all that stuff?
1: Well, as of recent, mm-hmm. let's say since social media. Now, now social mm-hmm. media, huge. Mm-hmm. Um, my presence on social media. I've been develop. I started developing like a presence uh shoot it must have been 2000 when i first started when i got my broken real estate license. that's when i started developing myself as being a presence on social media back when i didn't know which uh format was going to take off right so i had you know of course i had a facebook and but i had the other ones too some of them don't even exist anymore, right? And I remember kind of just kind of trying to have a presence on on all of them, right? I didn't know which ones were going to take off and be the next big thing. Of course, Facebook was, so I put the most energy into that. I knew that was going to take off. And I remember being fresh, really fresh in real estate and uh, inviting other realtors and mortgage brokers to be friends with me on Facebook. And I would even get phone calls. Why, why do you invite me to this Like. I'm not into all this uh, social media. I don't know what this is, right? And uh, a funny story is I ha- I had a lady call and this is in 2005, right? And Facebook was still pretty fresh. Like not everybody was on it. Like your mom and grandma were not on Facebook at 05. So I had uh, called it, you know, this lady called me, why are you invite me, you know, all this social media stuff? I'm not into that, right? And then three Look, for four years later, the same lady, we're at we're at a function, like that was put on by a mortgage, bro- mortgage broker or something, you know, free lunch or something. She walks up to me and she says, can you show me how to do this social media? Like, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a, a funny thing. And that's where I kind of developed because I was total self-promotion in real estate. So by the time I went back to cars, right, um, which is three years ago. Um, I just, boom, right. Everything, my social media, just, it's so easy. It's like, now I'm a car salesman. This is what I do. Everybody already kind of followed me. A lot of people already knew me. I already had the max number of friends you can have, which is important on Facebook. It's with social media, trying to be big, the big guy, right. Does not bear fruit being personal. Somebody's friend within that. So you have a maximum of 5,000 personal friends you can have on Facebook. Right. So I maxed that out, you know, within a couple of years, I made sure. Right. And I'll put some in and out as people. Right. Uh, Come and go. And so I just I made I made it like I my idea was like, I'm not a big this big guy who's unreachable. And look at me. You know, Uh, I was like, I know you and you know me. We have friends that know each other. Right. And people really like that like they just some level of comfort buying a car is scary for most people. They're scared. Um, <laughs> on the flip side, selling a car is scary. What people don't understand is people think that we're back. They're going, Oh, we're going to get them. No, we're back. They're <laughs> sweating bullets. Oh my goodness. How are we going to make this deal? Oh, they want too much for the trade. Oh, we're going to lose mm-hmm. money. Is that, is there taking that motor? You know, most mm-hmm. of it is fear on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. We're just trying to survive and make a deal. Like they think we're trying to, you know, t- do something nefarious but we're not we're just trying to you know make sure we turn uh return on investment but yeah like having that personal connection is huge and since then you know like facebook reels has been huge for me i had a reel that hit over a million you know just hey here's a here's a truck you know it's four-wheel drive it's got you know uh leather lariat diesel uh, that's the new thing. So jumping on whatever whatever is being promoted. So I started a YouTube channel w- when YouTube was being promoted heavily by Google, and it gave me a ton of algorithm relevance, right? So the Google algorithm that says hey, what's important, what's not important when you Google in, you know, Eugene cars or whatever, right? Uh, they were promote so it gave you like a seventy percent something like that more chance of being seen in a Google search query if you had a presence on YouTube right And so I, I'm good at catching on those trends. I've seen Facebook recently the most recent one I seen Facebook was promoting their reels, right And I says, oh, I'm gonna jump on that um, and so I've jumped on that and then you know I had it like I couple of them you know most of them are like 800 views thousand views all of a sudden i had one shoot up to 1.6 million views on, on you know just a, just a truck it was an old mm-hmm. beat up truck you know that was just kind of funny and i was like look at this truck you know it's like homemade and, or look at this trade so part of it is like i'm selling a product this is cool part of it is look how funny this trade is you know it's got you know hubcap spinners whatever so that's what i've been kind of on recently. And I get, man, I just get a lot of calls. Hey, man, I always see you on Facebook. People hit me up on Messenger. I always see you on Facebook. Hey, can you help me out with this? Or I got this trade, with my car worth? Um, so that, that's been huge. Instagram as a secondary, right? I use Instagram. So my Instagram kind of, um, it kind of, Instagram's more artsy. It, it, it's more of an artistic format. So I try to be more artsy. Right. I don't get very many messages. I get a few on Instagram, but I try to make you know a good looking picture of a car and mm-hmm. they call it Justin. Right. Um yeah. So number on it.
0: But I like I like that you mentioned all of those things because as part of you trying to work on your brand, these are a lot of things as building a brand is just as important in sales because it allows people to get to know you to like you to have a sense of who you are <laughs> before they even like do business with you in the first place so Absolutely. what what you're mentioning about like the Facebook friends that's actually something that I'm working on right now and I started working on that just pr- pretty late because I started this year I was and but I have grown my friends, I would say like about a thousand. So I'm I'm at um a thousand something in friends where I used to have just like three hundred. Um, I'm working yeah. on my way to get to the five thousand, and uh, it definitely does help when you add people who are mutual friends because it makes it just so much easier when you have those connections. That oh you know this person and that person, then it just grows a lot easier and it's a lot more likely that people are gonna um want to be in your network as well because they 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 know uh similar people and with the uh reels uh, i I, i'm with you there as well that's something that i've been working on on facebook and instagram as well uh, because the reels are just giving uh you know people a lot of uh reach uh better than the regular post so a lot of people are going to be able to uh See you. So, if you're trying to really make uh, your brand and, and uh, an online presence, definitely social media is something that everybody should be doing, whether it's, you know, reels or definitely should be doing reels or uh, growing your network by adding people or uh, posting content. The good thing is that, you know, you've shown that you've been doing this very consistently for a long time and you've been also doing it on youtube which is awesome so you're utilizing all the all the platforms there what um what what is something you would say like is the most important uh tips for someone who is trying to excel in their um sales role like whether it's a sales um going back being in sales you're kind of like your your own self-promotion you're your own business even though even if you work for another business but whether you're a business owner who has to start off selling uh, because they don't have a salesperson uh, what are some tips that you could share that will really help uh, make that a lot easier because a lot of times in my industry for example sales can one of the aspects of sales can involve a lot of cold calling so a lot of times, people don't want to do that because you get a lot of hangups, you get a lot of no's. So, what are some things that you could share that have um, really helped you with your yourself experience?
1: Yeah, you know, my cold calling. Uh, not, I don't do cold calling per se.
0: Yeah, right,
1: right. I, uh, but I will call previous customers of the, the yeah. dealership. That's a big thing, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's the mindset. My mindset is this. A lot of guys go into it and their mindset is, oh, they were mad at me. They're just going to yell at me. My mindset is, oh, good. I can scratch them off the list, right? I love that. It's like, I feel like, you know, okay, I've got this burden of workload I have to get done today, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And to me, maybe it's that blue collar manual labor background that really helps me excel because to me, uh. Being boiling hot, moving red hot ceramic shells around in in miserable heat, in miserable conditions, dirty, can barely breathe is no different than somebody saying, "Ah, man, quit calling me. You guys are always calling me. I didn't even like the car I bought from you last time. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like you know what? I would rather." The latter is probably a little bit better. It's like, well, that's not so bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can really slog through. So I do do cold calls, right? I do. Uh, Recently, my son, who's 23 years old, he's joined me. I brought him in to the dealership. Now I didn't bring him right to where I work. I made him start like I did. I go, you're gonna go to a little small tiny car lot. You're gonna learn the ropes. You're gonna right. And then when you've developed some skills, I'm gonna bring you on here, you know, w- w- with the pros. Because at the dealership I work at now, everybody's got experience. Everybody's been a manager somewhere else. Right. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, Brad just pays the most. So in the state. Mm-hmm. So he he bring, you know, he gets the best. Yeah. Right. But he my son's been really good at cold calling, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh he kind of took off with that. That's kind of his his thing. He also does social media. But you know, I think that's the thing. I you know, I beat into his brain ever since he was a kid. And it's like get you know, scratch it off the list. Oh, good, scratch it off the list. He'd be like, man, that per- customer said good, scratch it off the list. Boy, they told me they cursed me. Good, scratch it off the list. Now you're done. Mm-hmm. I go after so many calls, you're gonna get a deal, and remember those deals you get,
0: the, right? And the, he, the the more, I mean, it's just a lot of the times it's a numbers game right the more people you talk to the more yeah. probability there are that you're going to get a deal
1: absolutely yeah yeah it, you know it's it definitely a numbers game the skill set yeah the skill set is almost the frosting on the cake yes. right It's the work it's the numbers it's the yeah. calls it's the social media presence it's posting cars on marketplace it's right it's Reaching um, out, like reaching out to your friends, not being embarrassed to say Mm -hmm. to everybody, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Blatantly promoting yourself always, right? That is huge. It's like, yes, this is what I do. I'm proud of what I do. And hey, if you ever need any help, right? Even if it's just to answer a question, right? uh, Answering questions is free. That's what I tell everybody, right? Save, Save your phone. Oh, save my phone, my cell phone, in your your phone. Put it under Justin, Brad's, or Car Guy, or whatever, right? And if you ever have a question about a car, you want to know what a value is, if it's something, yeah. And even has nothing to do with what I'm doing or me getting a sale. Just call me, and that seems to be really effective as well.
0: Yeah, I re- I really like that you mentioned that. Like, don't be embarrassed about sharing what you do because to me, it was difficult, not that I was embarrassed, but it was just that before, before I started being more active on social media, I just wasn't really sharing a lot about what I did. So I found that the more I share, I've gotten a lot of messages from people saying sometimes like, Oh, thank you for sharing that. Or I love what you're posting. And they even said, like, a lot of the times I don't, you know, I'll I'll read it, I might not, like it or something but i'm reading what you're posting and i'm loving what you're posting so even if you know you're getting very few likes in the beginning or not a lot of comments or shares or anything like that there's people that that are watching what you're doing so um to me it was just a little bit difficult to get into that transition because i just wasn't used to it i would say So it was very hard for me to start sharing more about what I was doing, but I have seen a lot of benefit from that. So I like that you did share that. Yeah. And uh,
1: people don't get likes confused with effectiveness, right? Because that's two different things. I don't get a lot of likes, but I get a lot of calls for whatever reason. I don't get a lot of likes, right? I'm not posting, you know, a lot of times I'm not posting Mm -hmm. puppies. You know, (laughs) if you're going after after likes and you're going to judge how successful your marketing is on social media, on likes, right? It's, you're going to, you're going to be led astray, right? You can get a lot of likes and not have a lot of phone calls, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, that's what I've noticed. I mean, so I had, I had a month last year where I sold, 29, basically 30 cars, right? And I had help on some, which is a big number. It's an outrageously big number, mm-hmm. right? And was, like I said, 70, 68, 70, sometimes 72% of all my business comes from social media, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, LinkedIn a little bit. I do all types of things, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. it, that get me business, um, mm-hmm. that self-promotion. And even in that record month, I wasn't getting a ton of likes, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But when people were, when people were commenting on whatever thing I was posting, maybe it's a car, mm-hmm. maybe it's right um, about an interior of whatever it is I'm posting, mm-hmm. right? Those people were deadly serious, right? They weren't just like, oh, that's right. When they were reaching out to me, they, they were in the market. Mm-hmm so and then you know for me yeah it's like people don't ever confuse likes with your marketing being effective right because yeah. you got to stay in their mind their thoughts their brains
0: so yeah. and marketplace is huge if you're selling something so, if you're totally. selling- and then what what I, w- I would like to know what does success mean to you
1: um <laughs> uh shoot Being, really, I want to be the best at what I do. Yeah. I I want to be the best. I want people to say, Justin Thayer was one of the best who ever did it, right? And he brought something new, right? Mm -hmm. The social media, like the Facebook marketplace, like when I started doing that, the other people weren't doing it, right? They just weren't. Now other other, uh, salespeople are doing it, and they don't even know who started it. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, you know, I'll also I also do what's called fishing. So I'll go on the marketplace and see what other people are selling. Mm-hmm. So they'll sell, you know, they got their cars for sale. Yeah. Well, I'll just send them a quick note. Hey, um, I would love to take that on trade. If you have any trouble selling it, uh Justin at Brad's, give me a call. Here's my cell phone. It's a quick little note. I'll cut and paste it and I'll just go boom, 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 boom. Yep. I'll send it to like 30, 40 people, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, most of them be like, "Nah, man, I just need the money, right?" But I make I make deals out of it, right? Yeah. It also annoys yeah. people. It also yeah. annoys people. And another thing, don't get people being annoyed confused with uh, effectiveness. Yeah, I've had people annoyed with me, and they come do business with me on more than <laughs> one occasion, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, an- this guy's annoying, but I know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least Absolutely. I know I know who to reach out to. Right. I'm not yeah. going to just call some dealership and get a receptionist and the receptionist is going to put me to some guy. Maybe he knows mm-hmm. what he's talking about. Maybe he doesn't. Right. So mm-hmm. people know that I know what I'm talking about. And that's one thing that I try to push and promote is I'm knowledgeable. Right. And I mm-hmm. make myself knowledgeable. I make sure I'm knowledgeable. I'm not just, it's not all fluff. I get into like, what's going on with the market? What's going on with the chips? What's going on with new cars? What's Ford doing? Right. Yeah. Well, how long? How long? You want a brand new Chevy Tahoe? How long is that going to take me to get one? Right, since I'm back order. Right, I'm going to have all that knowledge at my fingertips. That's important.
0: Yeah, and Justin, we're, we're getting uh, near the end here. So, if someone is in Cottage Grove or in surrounding cities in Oregon and they're looking to purchase a new vehicle, uh, what's the best way that they can get in contact with you?
1: Man, you can just Google Justin Thayer T H A Y E R, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. you know uh, Justin, uh, Chevrolet mm-hmm. and I'll come up or my cell phone is the easiest way I have um, at all times. I try to answer it or I try to get right back to people when they have questions is five, four, one, five, four, three, seven, two, eight, seven.
0: Awesome. We'll put your info in the show notes so that people can search for you and get in contact with you. And I want to thank you again for being on the show. I also want to thank the audience for listening to the podcast Please remember to leave us a review and subscribe, download, and share our content. Your support is very much appreciated and helps us out so much. Tune in next time for another great uh, story. Thank you for listening so much.